Welcome back to Healing Hidden Wounds. Uh, I'm Lee Preston. I'm here with my wife, Shay. Hi, Shay. Hello, and welcome back. We're glad to have you uh, listening tonight. Uh, we are starting uh, uh, the, our show. to This second half will be call-in. So if you'd like to call in, you can call in with 210-340-9585 or toll-free at 877-630-KSLR. And we just... Uh, we're excited to be here on our first night. Uh, this is our intro show. It's our first time being on the radio, and uh, we're excited. And uh, we uh, have a ministry in South Texas called Shadow of His Wings Ministry, where we offer uh, counseling and healing and prayer ministry. And some of the uh, the topic we're on tonight is a uh, is a difficult one. It's uh, working with wives whose husbands uh, have uh, stepped outside the marriage sexually or have. A compulsive sexual behaviors, including porn, masturbation, fantasy. And those are hard topics uh, to actually discuss, but we're here tonight to do that. So we welcome your calls. If uh, if you have a, a question, you certainly don't have to give your real name. You're welcome to just call in if you have a comment or a question you'd like to share. We also want to offer to folks listening that uh, we offer a variety of services, and a couple of the, the retreats we have are working with men and women. Uh, the retreat we have that specifically deals with this show would be our Journey to Joy retreat that's coming up November 21st through the 23rd. And uh, we're excited to have uh, wives coming who just need a weekend to rest and to heal. Sometimes this uh, particular brokenness that affects a marriage can just make a wife feel tired. Uh, she can feel just very tired and hopeless. This particular issue loves to zap our hope and our joy because it makes a wife feel like it's never going to get any better. Unfortunately, sometimes the husbands feel that way as well, but uh, it is certainly hard for a wife to keep trudging along through this without any support. And I want to directly uh, talk about that. You know, sometimes churches have a hard time knowing how to support a wife whose husband struggles in this area. Sometimes it's because a wife hasn't said anything. Sometimes it's because uh, we're all a little bit afraid to talk about this issue. And so our our absolute joy is to be able to have wives who can find people that they can actually talk to and share and hope for the best because there are people out there who are willing to listen. And uh, so we would just love it if, if you'd want to call in uh, and we'd be glad to help. So, and I would just like to uh, to offer to wives. Sometimes it's a very scary thing for them to come to the retreat. Um, I think the biggest fear that I've heard is just that they don't know what to do with their emotions and with their feelings, and and it really puts them in a place of feeling real vulnerable. And but it's important to come and to just be able to be vulnerable. Because there's so much healing, and I can guarantee you that by the end of the retreat, you will be, you'll just be glad that you came. Because I think you'll find a new hope and just a, just a beginning to your healing. Okay, we. We have a Herald Online one. 
Great. Hello, Harold. This is Lee. You're you're on. What is your question tonight? Hello. Uh, well, well, well. Well, I'm talking to a married couple of many years. I'm guessing. Well, we've been married seven years. After God healed us from our brokenness, we found each other, and we've had we've had a marriage of about seven years. So you're young folks. Oh no, we're we're older, but we just have a new a new a new chance at a new start. God always has new beginnings, and He likes to make all things new. So we're in our second marriages, both of us. But uh, God has healed uh, healed us and taken us to a new place. But my call might not be fair. Then uh, I'm going to be, or we're going to be married in December about 40 years. Oh, congratulations! Well, thank God. I guess you would have to say absolutely. But you know, uh, you know, it's. You know, when two people get married, you know, I, I I would guess that, you know, I guess we were almost 20. Uh, you don't have a chance to say, don't do this and don't do that. I mean, so to speak. You can only look back and, and reflect. And during the time of your marriage, you know, these women you're talking about, their their husbands are kind of messed up now and everything. But, but the thing of it is, each other is a mirror image of each other from the beginning. So you need to be, I'm not talking about every person, but, you know, you need to be respectful of each other from the very beginning, even in the little bitty things. Because um, if you don't, the man or woman will stray. And I've been through both sides on both sides of the fence. We both have. So I'm talking from experience. So just so I can understand, you're you're kind of saying... You have to respect one another, uh, otherwise you could have some hurts and pains that lead you to stray out of the marriage. Well, you mirror image each other. You know, we look at each other. If she sees my face sad and upset, she's going to internalize that. She may not say nothing this time. Ten years later, she blows up or the man blows up. It's because she's internalized all these things. And things need to be talked out as they happen. But, you know, how do you tell that to a young couple? You couldn't have told me that. You, only after 40 years, maybe even 27 is okay. But, you know, um, it's just, uh, oh, uh, like I say, uh, if I could have done a lot of things different, you know, who, who wouldn't say that? Well, you know? you're, a, you're absolutely right, Harold. Uh, but we are trying to reach those couples who are even young, <laughs> you know, or younger than yeah. we are. And who haven't gone through this yet, but yet have struggles with their sexuality, because sometimes we can blame that on our youth. But the the truth of that is, is that you know when a when a young wife thinks her whole world is ahead of her, and yet her husband struggles in pornography or masturbation or or sexual fantasy or even going outside the marriage in the early years. Uh, Yes, God can heal that, and I understand what you're saying about being a mere image because sometimes we reflect back to each other uh, the broken places and the places that we don't really like to look at, but we're hoping to reach couples early and say, hey, there's hope here. Well, let me mention, uh, your wife mentioned, uh, you know, like when these women or these people would go to these retreats, you know, they're holding things for years and years, and I'm telling you, from experience, 40 years don't make a difference. There's still things that come out, 20 years, 15 years. The years don't matter. They do to an extent. 40 years, it's a marriage in progress. Oh, yes, it's always a marriage in progress. But I can tell you, Harold, what we've found 
is that when a wife can come and begin to find a place where she can actually share without someone trying to fix her or without someone trying to tell her that that's not the way she should feel anymore and just has a way of letting it all come out in front of folks who can feel and to share with her and understand where she's coming from, we hope and pray that that bitterness and that anger that's been pent up in there goes away because we absolutely think God can free us from that. I I hear what you're saying, and I do believe what you're saying. I did miss the first 15 minutes of the show, so maybe I didn't get the context of it you know, completely. But... Um, you know, it, it's just, it, it's too bad that someone, male or female, has to wait till it's that serious. But that's the facts that we have. Sometimes women, if you can just get a man or a woman, a man is abused just as much as a woman, can get them to a point, it's possibly in, in secret, possibly without, she's going to be upset. She's not going to want no one to know. She's not going to want her husband to know. She's going to need help. Uh, anonymously until she gets enough strength to see what she needs to do. And it's just not going to be, sweetie, I'm going to go to uh, this this counseling thing. Uh, I've been there. And it shakes up the whole world. People feel threatened. And it just, no, no, I'm just going to talk to some people and have a coke. I don't care if it's a church, synagogue, or whatever. It's those those women need men. It's going to have to be an anonymous way. I, because once one of them walks out of the house and says, I'm going to go to this meeting, and it's going to make me feel good. Well, what's wrong with me? Well, no, sweetie, I didn't mean it that way. You know? Well, it is truly a, it is a, a journey on both sides, and you're absolutely right, and we sure appreciate your call. Uh, thank you for calling in, and I understand what you're saying. I think that it is an amazing journey, even after 40 years, as we keep unveiling and, and, and looking at the hurts of our past, because one of the things we definitely see about counseling and working with folks is that, uh, you know, sometimes you're right, things get pent up from years ago, but Jesus came to set us free from that, and I believe he can do that if we just keep working towards it. So thank you, Harold, for your call, okay. and we appreciate it. Okay, I do enjoy your show. I think it's a real good thing you're doing. Thank you so much. Well, thanks to Harold for calling in, and uh, the lines are still open, uh, 210-340-9585 locally or toll-free, 877-630-KSLR. I know tonight's topic is hard. Well, you ought to wait and stick around for next week's topic. We'll be on next Sunday evening at 8 p.m. Central Time uh, again. And our topic next week, just to give you a little bit of a heads up, is homosexuality in the church. Talk about uh, tackling hard subjects, right, Shay? That's exactly right. So we hope you'll listen in next week at 8 o'clock at the same time. Uh, we have a, an email uh, question that came in, and I'm going to share it with you. We have a wife from Illinois that's asking, uh, or actually says, if her husband says he loves her so much and he wants to work through this, and yet if he loves me that much, how come he can't stop? This is an email question we got this week, and so I'm just going to throw that question out, and Shay and I will try to answer it. So this is uh, for that wife out there who's saying, you know, he is quitting, and he's trying to get help, and he's maybe going to a group, or he's trying to stop. He says he loves me, but yet I caught him again uh, looking at pornography, um, and so I don't think he really loves me. And I guess I would just offer 
to anyone listening out there who might be in that situation that it really doesn't have anything to do with love. I know that it feels that way, and I know that it's very much um, directly linked to your heart, so it probably feels loving, like like it's a loving issue, whether he loves me or not. And I guess having come from a sexual addiction and have broken this place, I can tell you that uh, usually the guy struggling in this area uh, doesn't really know what real love looks like. He may have tastes of love along the way, love that was maybe performance-based. You know, if you do good, then I can love you, or it's maybe a bit conditional. Uh, If I jump through this hoop and I make good grades and I do all this thing, then you will love me. So he may have some of those ideas of that kind of love, but real unconditional love, he has a hard time grasping. And so he may not really know fully how to love you as his wife and so to try and to say well he must not love me i might change that a little bit to he may not know how to love you like you'd like to be loved well and on the other hand it's one thing that i'm going to say is it may be hard to to hear right now um you know because you do have to go through a healing place wives i mean it's just you know, I know there's probably a wife out there that maybe just found out or she just had realized that her husband has this addiction. And so sometimes it's hard to hear things like this, but I think it also, something like this brings the wives to a place of learning what it is to give unconditional love. I mean, Christ really calls us to a place And you really get challenged when you're having to forgive somebody that's hurt you, especially if it's a husband that is supposed to be your covering. He's supposed to be the one that covers you, protects you, is always there for you. So what do you do when he hurts you? You know, and it just really, it really does challenge you. But sometimes we have to go to places where we can look at what is love and how do I love this man that has hurt me so so deeply. Now, come on, Shay. So you're telling wives out there, you got a wife probably saying, so she's telling me I'm supposed to just keep loving this guy, even though I catch him looking at porn, or even though he, I, I don't know what else he's doing, you're telling me I'm supposed to just keep on loving him. Yes, I am. Um, that doesn't mean it's not going to hurt. That doesn't mean it's not going to hurt who you are. And challenge you to look at who you are. I'm going to go back there again to the place where you you have to see what it is that's trying to say about you and who you are. And so if you really get to a place where you know who you are in Christ and that you are a princess and you deserve all of the best, you know that it's also challenging you to get to a place of love, which is a hard thing. The dear friend that, that I said had brought, had brought up this, the saying, you know, not to pass on baggage to your children, but she wants to pass on blessings, also uses this, this saying that says, you know what, forgiveness is giving up my right to hurt you back. Absolutely. I mean, that's a, that's an absolute challenge. But then you have to really look at where, what is God, God calling me to do? 
Absolutely, and that is a tough challenge. And I want to offer to to anyone listening out there tonight who might be, you know, stomping your feet right now and being a little bit angry because someone's uh, offering that challenge as Shay is offering. Um, I just want to offer to you that I know it takes time, and you may not be there tonight. You may not be at a place where you know how to say, you know what, I, I want to keep right on loving him. But I just pray that you understand from our hearts to yours what we're really saying is some people get involved in um, control. They want to control the situation because if I can just make him go to meetings or if I can just make him stop, then I'll feel better. And so I'm talking to that wife out there. From our heart to yours, we're not saying this is an easy journey. We're saying it's a difficult one. Well, and let me elaborate just a little bit, okay? Um, because I don't want, I don't want somebody saying, wow, you know, how do I, how can you even say that I'm supposed to forgive this person? But I want to offer to you again, you know, that, that if you don't, if you don't at least get to this place, whether you stay in the marriage or not, I mean, I'm not absolutely saying, you know, you have to stay in the marriage. I mean, that's a decision you have to come up with. But you do have a decision what you do with your anger and whether you let it become a root of bitterness in your heart and whether you do let it change who you are. Because if you, if you don't get to a place where you know who you are and have just the love to be able to forgive, then you're going to, even if you get out of the marriage, you're going to carry that with you into other relationships, into your own life. You're going to carry that with you. Absolutely. It's like one wife said to me, well, I may forgive my husband, but I'm never going to forget. And yet I offer to folks listening out there, I believe it's Jesus's best that we're supposed to forgive and forget. It doesn't mean that we will forget the pain or forget the journey, but it does mean that it is supposed to be about forgiving and letting go of our right to remember. And so we know that's a tough situation. We know this is a kind of a challenge uh, place. And so we're not saying that, you know, that you may be there right now. But, again, we're just encouraging you. We also want to offer to you that uh, just a reminder that we have a a Journey to Joy retreat coming up November 21st through the 23rd. And we would love to have you. If you want more information, you can go to www.journeytojoy.org and uh, get all the information and register. I think we have another caller. And we have Ann on line one. Yes, hello, Ann. How can we help you tonight? Well, I just wanted to tell you about an experience that I have been through. Is my radio bothering you? Yes, you may want to turn your radio down and just listen on the phone so the feedback doesn't hit. Okay. I want to tell you and to encourage all the people who are listening that have this problem, to please, please, please do go to your seminar and get help on this because I'm in my 80s and I went through a situation that was terrible. This man, I didn't know he had ever been married before. He had been married seven times before me. His first wife, he and his first wife, had six children, and I'm a Christian. He pretended to be a Christian. So who would think that someone with six children would have a horn problem 
or a sex problem of any kind. And I didn't know about it. And we had a beautiful wedding, beautiful honeymoon. But our we went, came back from the honeymoon. Our our trip, our marriage was still not consummated. And I did not ever criticize him one time because this was the second marriage for me. So, I mean, I'd been there, done that, and I had a little experience along those lines. So I never criticized him. And I even told him further on down the line when I found out how bad things were for him, let's go to counseling. He refused to go to counseling. He wouldn't see a counselor at all. So, Anne, are you and your husband still together? No. No? Well, he I'm... left me. Yeah. I was willing to work with him. I told him, you know, it's, it's okay, but he wouldn't even talk about it with me. And But I come to find out, he let it run him totally nuts because uh, reality can never match uh, your imagination. You're absolutely right, and that is the danger of pornography and, and masturbation because you're absolutely right. It can take over, and before you know it, you don't even really know how to be intimate anymore. You can have troubles with intimacy. Not at all. Not at all. He did not ever. If you would need me to speak at your, where is your retreat going to be held? It's here in South Texas, out near Canyon Lake. Well, if I would be able to go, I'm not sure I could. But my phone number that I'm calling from is on, I'm sure you have call waiting. Why don't you, instead of putting uh, your phone out, why don't you give us uh, an email? Uh, You can call us. I don't have that, honey. I'm 80. Oh, okay. I'm 80, so I don't have that. Well, I will get your... I don't mind you having my phone number. Okay. Just make sure that you keep it to yourself. I will. I will get it from the radio station here. Okay. And we will give you a call. That way you don't have to give it out. I'll be happy. It doesn't embarrass me. I mean, I used to be uh, an officer in the Women's Aglow, so I've held many meetings. You know, we took turns. The officers would would, uh, take turns holding the meetings, and we would meet with... Women up to 150 at a time. You well, know. thank you, Anne. And, and I, I hate to rush, but we're running short. But I wanted to I pray. Know. For, I, know. I just want to pray for you before you get off the air here. Lord, I, I pray for Anne's heart. And I, I even hear through her words that this hurt her deeply, made her feel some shame. And so I pray, Jesus, over her that you would just heal, continue. All the healings she's had, but you'd continue to heal those places in her heart. And uh, we thank you that you can make all things new. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Ann. Thanks so much amen. for calling in. Well, I thank you very much, but I just did want to encourage everyone that has an opportunity to go to your meetings to go and to listen to you. And I think you should have more than one night on this because people are shy about calling in on this. Well, thank you. We we will probably keep on having them, so you just keep on listening. Thanks again for calling I, I in. I will. Thank All righty. Bye bye. Bye bye. Well, Anne is uh, just a great example of what can happen. You know, sometimes a man doesn't want to get help, or he doesn't know how. Uh, he doesn't even know if he should. And so, uh, I know I had one one gentleman I worked with at one point who said, you know. 
I just think I don't know how to ever change. I don't know that I'm ever going to be able to. And so I just think I need to just quit and stay by myself. And I just want everybody to listen out there that, you know, Anne's story can be the ending, but it can also be the beginning. Uh, there are places that you can get help. You can visit our website at www.shadowofhiswingsministry.com. And if you're a hurting wife and you want to get some healing, please uh, check our, our retreat out, Journey to Joy, www.journeytojoy.org. Before we close tonight, I would just like to say another prayer to wrap this up. Lord God, I just thank you for every heart that's listening because I just, the words that keep coming to my mind is that you make all things new. And so for someone out there who may be struggling and thinking, you know, whether he's, it's a man who can't get, uh, get, can't let go of, of his sexual addiction and brokenness or whether it's a wife whose husband is struggling, I just pray that you'd help them to know that you make all things new and that there is hope and healing in store. And I praise you for that, Jesus, and I thank you for giving them them the courage to make the first step to check it out and see where they can get help. Thank you so much for listening tonight. Thank you for listening to Healing Hidden Wounds, sponsored by Shadow of His Wings Ministry. We hope through the words spoken here, you found Christ's hope, healing, and restoration. Shadow of His Wings is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, and this radio show is listener supported. Please go to www.shadowofhiswingsministry.com to donate if you'd like to support the work we do.